This is the Unlimited Life Podcast with Zara Mahoon and Aaron McKenzie. Zara has been a teacher of Law of Attraction for over 10 years, and Aaron is an avid student. Zara has authored 12 books that are published around the world. She also coaches and mentors people online and across the globe. Together, Zara and Aaron will share ideas, questions, strategies, and methods on how to use Law of Attraction to improve every area of your life. From relationships to health to money and business, we will be covering it all. We want people to come away from this podcast feeling good. We want our listeners to leave with a feeling of hope and inspiration on all subjects. We want to give people simple and tangible strategies that they can use to allow their unlimited lives to unfold. Hi, Sarah. So today I want to talk about friends. I've had a lot of different friends in my life and some of them have been great and some of them have been not so great. So I want to ask you, what do we do if we want to make and also keep the best friends in our life? Hi, Aaron. Hi. That's a really interesting question. But there's a misconception in there. You can make as many friends as you like, uh, but don't make it a goal to keep them. Okay? So let's talk about it. I already know where this is going. Attachment to the outcome. Well, yes. You see, yes, it is attachment, but let me explain because in this context, it, it, the question is so interesting and, and I really want to get to the basis of it. So let's begin at the, rear, at the, at the beginning. Do you accept the law of attraction premise that you attract that which is an equivalent to the vibration you send to the universe? I believe so, yes. You, you didn't seem very sure. <laughs> well, do, you believe, do you believe that what we think about is what we attract? Yes. Do you believe that our thoughts create a vibration? Yes. Do you believe that whatever vibration we create, we are attracting things that are also at that vibration? Absolutely. Yes. So if you are, let's say on a scale of one to 10, if you were a three, then you're attracting someone who is also a three. Correct? Yes, that makes sense. Yes. Now, let's say a year goes by, you discover law of attraction, and you do the work to come up to a six, and your friend is still a three. Do you think now that you're at a six that you're going to attract friends who are also a six? I would think so, yeah. So what's going to happen to the friend who is still at a three? They're probably going to leave. They're not going to, well, maybe in some cases they will leave, but they're not really, they don't have to leave. They just won't be interacting with you as often as before because you're not at the same vibration as them. But a three, a person who is a three, there are times in that person's day and times in that person's week when they feel really good and they come up to a six. And if you're still at a six, you're going to interact with them. 
you see? So we never have to worry about making friends because whoever is at the same vibration as us is going to show up in our life. And if they're not the same vibration as us, they're going to disappear from our life. So people tell me a lot that I, my whole life really, people have told me I have good vibes and I feel, I feel like I have good vibes around me all the time right now. And it seems like truly the experiences I'm having in the, the interactions with people and the friends I have in my life do match that. Is that right? Exactly. So people who show up in our life are like a mirror and that mirror actually tells us where our vibration is at. Okay, so if I'm feeling pretty good, what's going to happen in regards to people in my life? If you're feeling good, you'll meet up with other people who are also feeling good. And if you're wonky, then someone annoying will show up to let you know that you're wonky. So what happens if I haven't been feeling so good and then somebody shows up in my life and I feel really good after I meet them? If you are at the same vibration as them and they show up, to you they're going to seem like they're perfect because you're a match. When you attract your match, you feel good. You don't feel necessarily bad. So it can play out in many ways and let's clarify this. Let's say that uh, I just had a fight with my spouse and then I went out the door and I was in an accident. So what happened there? I had a negative vibration going on. I was chewing over the fight we just had. So I attracted another negative event. Somebody, so the person who was driving the other vehicle showed up and was at a low vibration, therefore we interacted. So that did not feel good, right? But if I, let's take another example. I have this fight and then I pick up the phone and I call a friend. At that point in time, the only friends that I will have access to are those friends who are at the same vibration as myself. So then I'll meet up with this person and both of us will have this amazing discussion about our respective sp uh, spouses and we will cut them up and it will feel really good. We'll feel like this person really understands what I'm going through. And therefore it will feel really good. So let's say I, I, I had an abusive past and I meet up with someone else who has an abusive past and we discuss our respective experiences. Now we're both still low on the emotional scale, but it feels really good. Okay, so wait, if I'm feeling really good, doesn't that mean my vibration is really high? No, it means that you have momentum at a low vibration. Momentum also feels good. So at that moment, is my momentum going up? Well, it, you're releasing some energy. Yes, you're releasing some resistance. You're feeling a little good. Now the question is, can you sustain it? Or are you going to make it conditional? It's a choice.
can you sustain yourself at that higher vibration without the help of your friend? Because if you cannot sustain yourself, now you have become conditional and you need that friend in order to continue feeling good, just like you know that a substance is bad for you, but you keep consuming it because you are now dependent on the substance in order to feel good. Dependency is not a good thing. Okay, so what you're saying is we don't really have to know if someone we meet is a good match to be our friend because God or the universe knows. Is that right? Well, the reason you don't have to know, Aaron, is because um, whoever is showing up is a match. And I, I further want to clarify that if you got yourself to a place of hope, hoping that things will improve. Now you're going up the emotional scale. And if at that time you meet up with someone who is able to inspire you to stay higher up on the emotional scale, now you get start getting your sea legs. Remember in the last episode, we were talking about you need your sea legs. So you need your sea legs, which means you need to start becoming stable on the emotional scale. The more stability you have on the emotional scale on your own without anyone else's help, then you can keep going further and further up the emotional scale and everything else will fall off. Things will fix themselves. People will go away. New people will come. And that is why you never have to worry about who your friends are going to be and who's going to be in your life because the universe will only bring you those people who are a match. Okay, so I know a lot of us, we meet people, friends, for example, and we seem like we're a match when we meet, but then things go downhill. So how do we really know if we're a match? I wanna answer by telling you a little story. Okay. Long ago, when I was very early in my journey with Abraham, I went on a cruise. And this is the, I think it was the Mexican cruise 2010. Uh, I've, I've been on more than one cruises with them. And I asked Abraham a question. My question was, Abraham, I am a financial advisor. And lately, all the people that I'm meeting seem to ha be having financial trouble. What does that mean in context of where I'm headed? Am I meeting people who have financial problems because I'm heading downwards in my finances? Should I be concerned? And the answer I got was that when you meet these people who have financial problems, you are meeting them because you're giving them hope. So you're not, you are not giving, they are at a place of hope, which is a high vibration. They're not at a low place when they come to you, they come to you with hope. So you don't have to be concerned. And that's what I'm going to say to you, Aaron, is that when you meet someone who needs help, it's the fact that they are hopeful that has brought you into their life. You have come as a solution. 
not as a magnifier of the problem, you see? So if I was going to meet those same people who had problems, if I was going to meet them, but not be able to bring them any solutions, then I would be meeting them where they were. But I'm not meeting them where they were because I am bringing the solution. I am the conduit that the universe is using in order to give them a solution. This is typical of what happens in a coaching appointment with me. I don't consider myself as the creator of the solution for the person who is before me. That person who has ended up before me to get help on whatever problems are going on in their lives, they have ended up there because their desire to get a solution is extremely high, but they are not plugged into source. So they cannot receive their own responses from source. The solutions that are waiting for them cannot come to them directly because they are not in a high enough place. But because of coming to me, they feel that I have the answers, which puts them in a place of hope that their future is going to be better. So when I meet them, they are not low down. They are much higher. They're not as high as where I am, but they're high enough that they can hear some of what I'm going to give them. So this is why people meet people who have solutions. And as long as you can keep your vibration high, you get something out of that session and that makes you believe that, yes, there is hope for me. I can make things better. Then you keep that vibration going for as long as you can. More and more solutions will keep coming and your life will keep getting better and better and better. But if you're not able to sustain the vibration, then you go back down the emotional scale. So this is why people need more than one coaching session or more than one therapy session, because in the beginning, people are not able to keep their vibration high on their own. It takes time. If you break your leg and you need crutches, it takes time before you can let go the crutches and walk on your own. Okay, great. I'm curious, what is the biggest mistake we make when we're in the process of forming a new relationship, whether it's with a friend or a partner or whoever? What's the biggest mistake that we make? The mistake is to make your joy conditional on the other person. Okay, so now I want to ask you this, especially since we've been doing our show together and since my vibration has been really high and I feel really good, I'm getting messages from people every day, multiple times a day, telling me, thank you, Aaron, this helped me so much, or Aaron, we're so glad that we met you today. That was amazing. So Zara, I wanna ask you, is this something that I need to be careful of? Because these messages do make me feel really good. I know, but it's a, it's, it's a general joy. It's not specific to any one of those people who are sending you a message. You're not attached to getting a message from a specific person. You just wake up and the message is in your inbox and it makes you happy and it doesn't matter who it came from. Yes, and I will say these messages I'm getting do seem to intensify the joy and appreciation that I experience in things in my everyday life, such as the sky or driving my car. I feel 
more intensely joyful after I read these messages I'm getting. Exactly, exactly. Because there's no attachment to one single person. If you, if you attach your joy to one person, or one event happening. Now you've created attachment, you've created conditionality, you've created dependency. All of this seems pretty simple. Don't place all of your joy on one single person. It's simple to think about this, but why do we get so confused about this so often? Basically because we don't get taught this stuff, right? Somewhere we get brainwashed because grown-ups in our life make us feel that their, their needs are more important than our needs. So we leave our center in order to make them happy and then making peop other people happy just becomes a habit until we, we find that our joy has been sucked out of our lives and we want to do something to put joy back in our lives. Awesome. Okay. I feel like we all have a lot to swallow here. This has been really good. Zara, let's wrap up by giving a summary of what we've talked about today. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. So in summary, Aaron, what I want to say to you is that people spend way too much time thinking about which relationship and how is it going to unfold and they make plans with specific people 10 years into the future and what I've learned from understanding law of attraction is that we don't need to do any of that. We just need to make the best of this moment, this day, today, and leave everything else up to the universe because whoever comes into our life is a reflection of the work that we are doing. And if we trust and believe that the universe will bring us a partner who will have the same love of life, the same love of loving and growing and learning, then we can find partners who will be there with us for the rest of our lives because we're both learning and growing together. When there's a disparity in the levels of co-creators in where they are on the emotional scale, that is when things don't last. Fantastic. This was so good, Zara. Thank you. I know that if somebody leaves my life, I do not want to leave the path of growth and learning that I'm on. So I want to keep my vibration high and continue doing the work on myself. And I will trust that the right people will always materialize before me. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been great, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life Podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes more resources for you to refer to. Also, we invite any questions you may have for us. You can go to unlimitedlifepodcast.com. There is a simple form on there for you to submit your questions to us. And we will answer those questions in one of our upcoming episodes. My personal greatest suggestion for all of you is to check out Zara's Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction Workbook on Amazon. This book has improved my life in more ways than I can describe. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. The hosts and participants of the Unlimited Life podcast, collectively referred to as podcasters, do not dispense any form of medical or psychological advice or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for physical 
emotional or medical problems without the advice of a physician, either directly or indirectly. The intent of the podcasters is to offer information of a general nature to help you in your search for emotional and spiritual well-being. If you apply any of the techniques offered in the episodes offered as part of the podcast, the podcasters assume no responsibility for your actions and your results.